Welcome once again to SoCo Chat. I'm your host, Paul Gullickson, Communications Manager for the County of Sonoma. And in this segment, our topic is going to be the economy in Sonoma County and specifically the work of the county's Economic Development Board. Uh, we are very grateful to have as our guest today as Executive Director of the EDB, Ethan Brown. Uh, before, we, before we talk to Ethan, we'd like to remind you all of our uh, weekly trivia question. Our question this week is about Armstrong Redwoods, the state natural reserve just north of Guerneville. Um, if you haven't been there, please check it out. This is where you can walk among some of the oldest and largest living uh, uh, things on the planet in these beautiful redwood grove. The question for today is, what is the oldest tree in the grove and who is it named after? If you know, call us at 707-565-2242. Once again, that's 565-2242. Or you can also email us at publicaffairs at sonoma-county.org. Uh, and be sure to include your name and phone number so we can get back to you um, and let you know if you won. Uh, this week's prize, once again, is one of our uh, coveted SoCo Chat coffee mugs. So, um, but let's. But with that, let me let me get to Ethan. Ethan, thank you for joining us. Absolutely, today. thank yeah. you for having me. Well, let's start with an overview of the Economic Development Board of Sonoma County. Can you describe for our listeners what? What, what the organization does and what you do for them? Absolutely. Uh, so we are a county department. Um, we are focused really in three areas. The first I think we're well known for is business development, business mm -hmm. assistance. So mm -hmm. out there working with businesses to make sure that they can be uh, successful and grow here in Sonoma County with the resources they need. Uh, the second area is in research. Mm -hmm. So we're also really well known for quite a few of the reports that we put out whether it's uh, general economic indicators, specific industry reports, uh, reports on the transient occupancy tax, other things like that, uh, special one-offs where we'll look at the economic impact of a particular event here in Sonoma County, um, things of that nature. Uh, the third area where um, we're just starting to emerge, actually, uh, over the past year is in special projects hmm. and partnerships. So really diving in to understand um, what some of the challenges to economic development here are in Sonoma County, uh, working with our partners, understanding where there might be gaps, whether those are resources, resource gaps, knowledge gaps, data gaps, whatever that looks like, and helping to understand how we can, can play a part in that to be a resource to those organizations that are working on those issues. Yeah. I want to back up. You mentioned the transient occupancy tax. It's really it's the hotel tax it that our, yes. our local uh, ho hotels uh, charge. And that is that can be used as a great indicator as to, you know, how well we're doing in terms of occupancy and tourism, and area, which is a huge part of our economy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so how long has the EDB been around? So, uh, believe it or not, since 1957. Okay. So, back then, it was known as the Industrial Development Board. Okay. Uh, it was, uh, the logo was smokestacks and, and, it and was buildings. It's still on the county seal, I should note. You yeah. Know, but. <laughs> yeah. So, but it shows you how far we've come, right? You know, where once, you know, 70-some uh, years, almost 70 years ago, there was a push for these smokestacks. Now, we're much more of a homegrown sort of operation where we really look to... Uh, to help the businesses that are already here in Sonoma County as our primary driver. So you you mentioned that we're not after smokestacks anymore, right. more, but how else has the mission changed over the years since 1956? Uh, you know, it, primarily we have always been an organization that's out there to work with local businesses, mm -hmm. um, whether that's one-on-one -on -one with the local businesses or working with trade groups, partners such as chambers, our cities, 
Um, I would say in terms of evolution, mm-hmm. um, we're diving deeper into those partnerships, making sure we understand um, that w- where we meet our partners where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, significantly, we have added a whole program uh, that works with underserved communities, specifically monolingual Spanish speakers. Mm. Um, we've added a division called Creative Sonoma mm. that works specifically with creative businesses, creative endeavors to help support them. Um, so that has been some evolution over time. And I think you've got a question in there later about, um, yeah, I'm going to come back. We're going to talk about creative summer because I I think I'm fascinated by that. But so, so you, you provide like, like small businesses, like, uh, um, uh, uh, people who are trying to start a business in town or a restaurant, yeah. you can provide assistance. What kind of assistance can you provide them? So whether you're looking uh, to navigate the permit and licensing environment, mm-hmm. which uh, you mentioned restaurants, is, is uh, specific to them, is is can be fairly daunting. Mm-hmm. Um, so understanding you know, when you need a business license, when you need uh, occupancy permits, when you need to, to interface with county health, um, maybe you need uh, a beer and wine or, or a liquor license. Uh, we'll walk you through those processes. Help them get through the system. Uh, but it doesn't end there. Mm-hmm. Uh, most businesses, especially at the beginning, are looking for funding. They're looking to help creating a business plan. They're looking for workers. Uh, we can bring all of those resources to bear and connect with specific partners throughout the county that can help them take the next step. Well, I know during COVID was a particularly challenging time oh, yeah. for our small business operators, well, all business operators and restaurants. How how were you involved in helping them during that time? So a lot of, you'll recall, uh, what was happening then was coming straight from the state. Right. Um, and uh, at first it was sort of generalized, and then they started creating industry-specific guidance. Um, one of the things that we did, and I think we did it really well, was work with the local industry to create not only an understanding of, of what those rapidly changing guidelines meant to them and how to incorporate them, but also served as a sounding board to send that feedback back. What works in those environments may be different depending on what industry we're talking about. So yeah. in those early times when those closures started happening, uh, that was that was sort of our bread and butter was mm-hmm. just sort of whether it was in a group setting or individually working with businesses to help them stay operational. Um, as as the uh, as the pandemic wore on, the board of supervisors allocated two and a half million dollars worth of CARES Act funding mm-hmm. uh, to stand up a grant program. And mm-hmm. so we were able to we were fortunate enough to be able to manage that grant program with our partners um, in the Bay Area Working Solutions. Uh, to put out grants between twenty five hundred and fifteen thousand dollars, depending on the size of the business. Mm. Um, it's important to remember the context of this was on the heels of uh, fires, more fires yeah. and floods, right? And in each of those successive disasters, businesses were offered loans from the SBA um, and others. Yeah. And by the time the pandemic came around, there was this aversion to taking on more debt, especially with. Uh, such an unknown future ahead. So those grants um, were really important and they came at a good time for local businesses. Yeah. Well, it's remarkable how how enduring our our local uh, business has been, our local economy, and so many of our, our places are still in operation. Now, I know uh, many people are still recovering from those COVID years, yep. still recovering from the fire years, and, and housing prices uh, remain high. But Overall, things are are looking fairly good from an economic perspective. I mean, our jobless rate is low, and we we had UCLA econom- economist Jerry Nicholsberg was, spoke recently at the Economic Development Board your your annual uh, economic perspective breakfast at Sonoma State, mm-hmm. and and he was projecting uh, 
that uh, with with good job growth that we're going to see anticipated uh, strong economic growth here in the county this year. Do you do you agree with that? Yeah, there's a lot to be uh, there's a lot to to be happy about mm-hmm. um, right now. We one of the things that Jerry Nicholsberg said that that and the Fed has since echoed, and this is highly anticipated, is that we should start to see rates drop. Yeah, inflation um, here this year. Yeah, uh, they're seeing positive signs with inflationary growth. Um, that's all. That's all cause for celebra- celebration. Um, but you know, one of the things that we really can in- continue to look at is on the inflation side how that's affecting the consumer. Mm-hmm. Uh, consumers are making choices about where to live, uh, how what to what to spend their money on that affect um, the population here in Sonoma County, mm-hmm. affect uh, local retailers, affect restaurants, and so we're still seeing um, some of that reticence to get out there and spend yeah. because the basic needs. Um, are so much more expensive than they were a couple of years ago. Right. So that's, you know, there's, there's again, um, cause for celebration, but also cause to, 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 you know, look and, and, and make sure that, that everybody's feeling that's that same. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's heartbreaking. We, we still have new reports um, of longtime businesses, restaurants going out of business yeah. and they're either they're retiring or they're just having a hard time making ends meet Um as it is. And, um, you know, there's still a lot of work to do to support them in this time. So, um, well, we, we know that you're, uh, you're about to go through a transition of, of your own at the EDB. And, uh, I believe it's called EDB 3.0, uh, the collaborative. Could you give us a little hint as to what that's all about? Yeah. So, uh, EDB 3.0 was a working title and, and, and I'll just explain what, uh, what, that signifies and, and how that may change over time, but it really is the the third version of the EDB as we know it. The EDB for many years was really a one man show. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2011, and, and this probably goes back to your question about evolution, um, in response to the Great Recession, the Board of Supervisors invested in the, in our department and created a number of professional positions to go out and work directly with the business community in response to what they were seeing mm-hmm. from uh, the recession. Uh, that was EDB 2.0. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now, uh, in EDB 3.0, um, we look at a number of factors as they relate to economic development and as they affect our ability uh, to create and maintain a vibrant economy here. One of those is certainly uh, jobs and business development. Um, you know, that's always going to be a core focus of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also have uh, workforce and education, and you have housing and, and community development. Mm-hmm. Those are interrelated factors that uh, or variables, if you will, um, that affect our ability here to to uh, maintain that economy I just spoke about. So, mm-hmm. if uh, you can't afford, if if there isn't access to affordable and aspirational housing, for mm-hmm. that matter. If there isn't access to an affordable education or we aren't making linkages between that education and our economy here, then our businesses don't won't do well. They're going to struggle. Yeah. Right. And this also comes after we've seen the successive disasters that we spoke about before. And we're seeing a large segment of of our community here that's not able to recover from those Mm -hmm. in the same way as Mm -hmm. some others. Mm -hmm. So it's a recognition that economic development is is that an important piece of economic development is working with those local businesses. But that's not where it starts. It's more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So is that where the collaborative comes from? I mean, are we looking we're looking at the name change here as well. right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, there's a number of steps we have to take. Uh, the Economic Development Board will become the Economic Development Collaborative. 
uh, but that really sort of embraces the way that we're going right. to work. The way that well, the board vision. has asked us to work is is much more collaboratively, not only with our partners uh, in the community, but with other county departments, with education, with our housing partners and mm -hmm. others. So, so should we anticipate any change in, in services or, or the main things that you provide? No, I think you'll see that, uh, you know, including that in, in as, as one of those three pillars will really renew our, our, uh, our commitment to mm -hmm. local businesses. And, and the research side is really going to drive a lot mm -hmm. of what we're looking at. We mm -hmm. need to, to make sure that everything we do is, is data driven. Mm -hmm. Um, and the special projects piece is, is, is really, was really born of, um, of EDB, born from the EDB 3.0 plan, knowing that, there may be projects that need to be incubated and spun out, or there may need to be resources that are detailed out to other organizations so um, that they can start making progress on what they're working on. Well, that's great. Well, one of your uh, one of your business services, your divisions, is known as Creative Sonoma. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm fascinated by this. And uh, what what does Creative Sonoma do, and and how does it fit in the overall? vision of the organization sure well the to go way back in the history lesson probably about 2013 um the we had a local arts council mm -hmm. and uh the arts council went away and there was a sort of a, va a leadership vacuum in the creative community uh we put together an arts plan put it before the board of supervisors they approved it um and we created creative sonoma um really the 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 impetus for that is to make sure that there is representation for the creative arts. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of um, visual art, you think of performing art that, you know, as when you think of the arts, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it's also your landscape architect, your, you know, interior designer and other creative, uh, uh, your, your graphic designer, mm -hmm. other creative pursuits are a fairly significant part of our economy mm -hmm. here. Um, so Creative Sonoma embraces that. It tra they track the creative economy and um, endeavor to make sure that it has the strengths to to survive, uh, you know, the economic ups and downs. Yeah, well, I love it. You 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 track that, and you even have a projection that was I, I pulled this off of your uh, twenty last year's Sonoma County Indicators report, and you're projecting a a a, a four percent growth in creative econ the creative economy in Sonoma mm -hmm. County over the next five years. Uh, what goes into that calculation? So that is again, that's that's uh, that comes from the tie-in with uh, tourism and mm -hmm. the creative economy. Mm -hmm. it, it ties into everything from uh, local wine brands using local artists to create labels and, and things of that nature. So it, it bodes well for the creative economy. Mm -hmm. I think it oftentimes. Um, we look at arts as a cultural thing versus mm -hmm. an economical thing, and, and it can be both. And it's yeah. a very important part of, of what we consider to be economic development. Well, it's a it's a recognition and a I mean to, to the to the robust arts community that we have. Uh, and like you said, it's a broad, a big tent, a, a lot of um, a definition. A lot of people fit in that in that category. Mm -hmm. And it, does any other counties do this sort of a thing or? Uh, uh, you know, I can go by, well, I can say not many. Mm -hmm. I think we are one of the few counties that actually funds this on a permanent basis. Okay. Um, I'll just tell you as an aside, we recently hired a, a new director and most of the uh, candidates that interviewed for that position were coming from nonprofits. Mm -hmm. And uh, many of them told us, you know, it's just amazing that a county's taking this on right. and it, it frees up the staff to be able to do the good work that yeah. they need to be doing. Yeah. Well, we look forward to 
uh, talking more about that in the future. So um, on the personal side, help help our listeners get to know you a little bit more. Sure. You know, tell us about uh, uh, how you got to this position. What, what, what kind of background uh, path did you take to get here? How much time do you have? Paul? <laughs> um, I, folks at work often um, they 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 kind of chide me a little bit because it seems like I've had a lot of different professional lives. But wow, that's a, that's diversity um, right there. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting story, and it's one that I think uh, it, it's given me empathy for folks that I work with. Um, you know, I graduated uh, high school here locally, Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on to the JC. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, um, and um, I sort of treated the JC, unfortunately, like high school part two. Mm-hmm. And, um, I also had a full-time job and, and I just wasn't doing anything, um, with my education that was moving me along. So, um, I took a break, didn't know what I was going to do. I ended up going to, uh, a race car mechanics training school. Oh, interesting. Um, from there, I ended up working on Indy cars for several years. Fantastic. And then, um, where that, was this? That was in, uh, the, Primarily in St. Louis and in okay. the Midwest, and uh-huh. then I moved back and worked with a team um, in Bakersfield, California. And oh, even coming back to Bakersfield felt like coming home. Um, eventually, I, I made my way back up to Sonoma County. It was kind of, despite the fun in, in racing, it was I just wanted to be back. Um, through a series of connections and 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 trying my hands at different things, uh, a friend and I decided. Um, and if you're out there, Tony. Uh, give you th- some props. <laughs> Brent and I decided to start um, a construction business. All right. And I think it was equal parts bravado and naivete, yeah. you know, uh, but we were fairly successful. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't think of anything more reward, more rewarding than the business ownership experience. Yeah, you, you know that experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, working with clients, um, helping their, their visions come to life, mm-hmm. um, being an employer, um, you know, when you look at it on the whole, it, it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, uh, that business in particular is a very uh, capital intensive business. Yeah, it's challenging. Um, and uh, highly reactive to economic headwinds. And so in about 2009, as the recession was yeah. really ramping up, uh, you know, we sort of ran out of jobs and ran out of money. I, you know, I, we found ourselves in a place of what, what are we going to do next and mm-hmm. decided to sort of fold it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the opportunity to come home and tell my then fiance, um, that I no longer had a business oh, great. and, um, she encouraged me to go back to school, which is something that I had mentioned I wanted to do for a long time. Um, I ended up at SSU, uh, studying uh, political science oh. And um, one of my professors there knew um, Ben Stone, who was the director of the EDB until 2019, and introduced me. And there happened to be an opportunity there Mm. working with local businesses uh, to help them understand all of the regulatory um, uh, uh, requirements. Right. And having been in that position, you had empathy for the kinds of things they were going through and how you might be able to help them. That and, and and the desire to, you know, what, what studying political science did for me was give me a desire to serve. It didn't make mm-hmm. me want to be a politician, mm-hmm. uh, but it gave me a desire to serve. And so to be able to mesh those two things together, we used to say out of the 210,000 jobs in Sonoma County, I might have landed on the, the one that was just kind of made for me. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah. Well, congratulations. Well, um, and you were just recently, I should note, you were just recently last year made the permanent uh, director of this position. Correct. So we're, 
uh, it's exciting for you. And given your background, that you're a, a local boy, gone through the local school system, the JC, Sonoma State, and, and cut your teeth in the business community, you seem to be the perfect person for this position. I hope so. so Thank you. So, and so what do you still keep your hand in? building or construction what do you do for hobbies and things for fun uh, well yeah the only time i our house is over is almost 100 years old so oh, that's that, a, that's that, a hobby yeah that keeps me swinging <laughs> a hammer uh, but on the hobby side because as my wife knows that i don't consider that a hobby anymore um, we like to be outdoors we like to go camping we mm-hmm. take a big camping trip every year uh, try to do that as much as possible um, you know throughout the rest of the year um, we have animals, so mm-hmm. we have goats, we have sheep, um, mm. that keeps me busy. Um, you know, just anything we can do to stay active and, and be outside. How many acres do you, do you have a lot of property or? Yeah, we have uh, just over two. Oh, that's great. So, oh, that's fine. Is there a particular place you like to go camping in, in Sonoma County? Uh, in Sonoma County, it's always the coast. Yeah. Yeah. Like Doran Beach or someplace. Doran Beach, uh, Bodega Dunes mm-hmm. is a favorite of ours. Um, that's nice and sheltered from the wind if you're if you like that sort of thing. Always been trying to get to Wright's Beach, but it's a little bit smaller and it's tougher to it's get It's tough into. to get in. Yeah, yeah, I know from experience. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I'm always probing uh, everybody for their ideas of, you know, where where's their go-to spot, where they like to escape yeah. to, because I want all these ideas so I can go, yeah. and, <laughs> I go, just, go and take advantage of them. I just shared them. all my secret spots. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, just you and and a few of our listeners. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Ethan, thank you for, for being here. We we really appreciate it. And as a, as a thank you for being our guest, we'd like to present you with one of our SoCo Chat coffee mugs. Oh, excellent. So, so uh, take take that. And um to our listeners, we would like also like to give you a chance to win one of our SoCo Chat coffee mugs. Uh, be the first person to answer our correct answer to this week's trivia question, and we can make sure that you receive one. Um, as we noted at the outset, our question this week is about Armstrong Woods. And the question is, um, what is the oldest tree in the grove, and who is it named after? If you know... Please call us at uh, 707-565-2242. Again, that's 565-2242. Or you can email us at publicaffairs at sonoma-county.org. And please be sure to leave your name and phone number so we can get back to you and let you know if you want. If you have any other comments or suggestions for future guests or topics for discussion, please uh, call us at that number, uh, 565-2242, or or email us at publicaffairs at sonoma-county.org and let us know your thoughts. In the meantime, we hope you continue to follow SoCo Chat on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon, and for the video version on YouTube. Once again, I'm Paul Gullickson. Thank you for joining us.